0: and use promo code PDB at
1: checkout. It's December 16th. You're listening to the President's Daily Brief. I'm your host and former CIA officer, Brian Dean Wright. Your morning intel starts now. A good day to you, ladies and gentlemen. I've got four briefs for you this morning that are shaping America and the world. First up, we start in Afghanistan, where Islamic fighters are targeting Chinese businessmen. I'll explain why. Second, we travel to Vietnam, where American weapons manufacturers are looking to sell that country military gear. I'll share with you why that is happening. Third, we are heading back to Peru this morning as that country's new president has declared a state of emergency. Fourth, we come home to Michigan, where the Ford Motor Company is working on a sneaky little plan with a Chinese battery manufacturer. Later, we close out the podcast with a listener question about whether or not and when we will finally have that PDB newsletter. But before we get to that, we got to get started with this. Earlier this week, the terror group Islamic State launched an attack in Kabul, Afghanistan. Two jihadists detonated explosive devices inside of a hotel there, wounding or killing upwards of 30 people. Now, in some ways, there's nothing new about that. Islamic radicals of one stripe or another have been bombing all sorts of things and people in Kabul for decades. But here's what's new. The jihadists are targeting Chinese businessmen. And that's because China is working to make inroads into that country, especially in the mining industry. And a very extreme branch of Islamic radicals are none too happy about that. So let me explain what's going on first with some quick history. As my veterans out there probably know, Afghanistan is rich in minerals of all kinds. Things like copper, lithium, marble, gemstones, and uranium. The total value of all of those minerals is at least a trillion dollars, if not more. The main challenge of mining all of that stuff has long been the lack of a stable government where mining companies could safely operate. Well, after Joe Biden retreated from Afghanistan and the Taliban took back over, China was perhaps the first country to re-engage with the new Islamic government. That included encouraging its businesses to explore setting up shop there. And they have. Afghanistan's commerce ministry told Reuters news service recently that more than 100 foreign companies have registered in Kabul in the past year, with most of them Chinese. As just but one example, the state-owned China Metallurgical Group Corporation, or MCC, has been in talks with the Taliban over a $3 billion deal to run a copper mine. But these deals are deeply opposed by the Taliban's opponents. Another set of radicals called the Islamic State of the Khorasan province. And these guys, well, they're a relatively small group, probably 2,000 fighters or so. And they hate absolutely the Taliban and China, although for very different reasons. They hate the Taliban because, well... Gosh, that is a brief all and of its own. But the, the upshot is that they have a very different, more extreme view of Sunni Islam, more extreme than even the Taliban. And that's why they call the Taliban infidels and attack them. Meanwhile, these Islamic State guys, they also hate China because in their eyes, they are invaders, imperialists who want their Afghan minerals and they're non-Muslim to boot. So all in all, China is no different to these guys than America or some colonial power. And in fact, they said as much in their monthly magazine called Voice of Khorasan. And yes, by the way, the terrorists have a monthly magazine. At any rate, in this jihadi magazine, they ran an article called China's Daydream of Imperialism. They compared Beijing to British colonialism and said that the Chinese could be easily attacked because they have no recent experience as fighters. China only uses economic leverage to win fights, not their military, so they can be much more easily killed than say the Americans or the British who are much better and more experienced fighters. So the goal then is for the Islamic state to target these Chinese businessmen and their companies, kick them out of Afghanistan. And that is precisely what they tried to do on Monday. Now to be clear, there's another goal here, to weaken the Taliban by depriving it of allies and foreign investment, but Either way, the mayhem on Monday will leave a very deep scar in the memories of these Chinese businessmen. There were at least 35 Chinese investors in the hotel during the attack, and we have reports of some of them jumping out of the windows to avoid being shot. Some of those folks are either now dead or terribly injured, and you can absolutely bet that word has gotten around back in Beijing about what happened which means that we shall see how many of these Chinese businessmen come back to Kabul anytime soon. All right, with our first brief now over, let's move on to the country of Vietnam, another country that my veterans know well. Much has changed since the fall of Saigon nearly 50 years ago. In fact, so much has changed that the United States and our military industrial companies are now in consultation with Vietnamese officials to sell them weaponry, According to press reports from Reuters News Service, U.S. defense firms like Lockheed Martin, Boeing, Raytheon, and Textron, they are all in discussions with Vietnam's Ministries of National Defense and Public Security to sell them a variety of military gear and weaponry. So on the shopping list includes things like helicopters, drones, radar systems, and even a new defense satellite. Now, the reason that these companies are interested in Vietnam is pretty simple, money. Vietnam spends around $2 billion each year on its military, and up until now, most of that, around 80%, well, it went to Russia. But with the war in Ukraine interrupting that supply, Hanoi is looking elsewhere for suppliers. Although I will also tell you that Vietnamese officials are looking at more than just Western or American equipment. They're really looking for allies because they have a very uneasy relationship with their neighboring country of China. As my history buffs know, the Chinese have invaded and seized Vietnam off and on for over a thousand years. But in more modern times, Beijing has sought to control the waters of the South China Sea, waters that Vietnam claims to be theirs, or at least a part of it. So what will happen with these potential military deals? Odds are some will go forward. After all, America lifted its arms embargo against Vietnam back in 2016. In fact, we've already sold them some Coast Guard ships and trainer aircraft. So all in all, folks, I've got just one reflection to offer you here. The possibility of a war with China is changing the world, whether folks like it or not. And that's creating some odd bedfellows like America rubbing shoulders with Vietnam. And just like our relationship with Tokyo, which as PDB listeners may recall, is they're buying four to 500 Tomahawk missiles. Well, these various countries that were formerly enemies, well, they're now becoming friends, all because they're trying to prepare themselves for an ascendant to China. They're looking to America for friendship and leadership. So historically speaking, that means that we are living in a pretty remarkable time. With that, ladies and gentlemen, let's take a quick break. For my paid subscribers on Apple platforms, no ads for you. For everybody else, not to worry, we will be back shortly. And when we do,
0: Life insurance is an important safety net for your family. And that's why I'm happy to tell you about Policy Genius. Policy Genius is the country's leading online insurance marketplace. It saves you time and money so you can provide your family with a financial safety net starting today. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for a million dollars of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Now, for me, having an appropriate life insurance policy, well, it means less stress, less worry. I know that my amazing wife and our kids will be properly taken care of and provided for should something happen to me. Now, back when I was in the market for life insurance, and that was a while back, I did my searching the old-fashioned way. Lots of telephone calls, paperwork, faxes, maybe even a beeper. I would have loved to have Policy Genius to streamline the whole process. Policy Genius helps you compare all your options from top companies and provides a team of unbiased, licensed experts to walk you through the decision making. You can compare quotes with just a few clicks, find just the right policy, and Bob's your uncle. And they've got thousands of five star reviews on Google and Trustpilot from customers who found the best fit for their needs. Check life insurance off your to do list in no time with Policy Genius. Head to policygenius.com or click the link in the description to get your free life insurance quotes and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com. Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, once again, Pure Talk is investing in their customers out of their own pocket without charging an extra penny. Now, you've heard me talk about Pure Talk before, right? How they provide excellent coverage and service with industry-beating rates. And now, I'm happy to announce that Pure Talk is also providing international roaming to over 50 countries. That's right. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless provider has you covered at home and abroad. PureTalk already puts you on America's most dependable 5G network, but now they're giving you coverage in over 50 countries as well. Unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. Look, that's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Bring your phone, and PureTalk's eSIM technology makes switching so simple, or you can get great savings on the latest iPhones and Androids. Make the switch to the cell phone company that I know will provide you with outstanding service and value, PureTalk. Just go to puretalk.com baker, that's B-A-K-E-R, just like you imagined, to start saving today. And when you do, you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Again, visit puretalk.com baker to start saving on wireless at home and abroad
1: welcome back to the pdb i've got two more critical pieces of news for you this morning from vietnam we head back across the pacific ocean to the south american country of peru So to refresh our memories here the former leftist president of that country was thrown out of office last week by the peruvian congress and that has caused a whole host of concerns to include one that we really care about and that is the copper market peru is the world's second largest provider of that very important mineral one that we use in all sorts of things, from our electronic devices to our cars and homes. Well, things are going from bad to worse in that country this morning. The current president issued a 30-day national emergency, sending the military into the streets to restore order, all after former President Pedro Castillo's supporters became violent. The emergency order will also limit civil liberties like freedom of movement and assembly. Now, most of the protests are occurring in the southern part of the country where Castillo retains most of his support. Folks, there are blocking roads, torching government buildings, occupying natural gas installations. Castillo's supporters are pretty fired up and cranky, but in general because of what's happening to him, of course, but also because many are farmers dealing with a severe drought and a lack of fertilizer. So their lives have been upended recently, and they are in no mood for their fighter to be benched. I'd also note that some of the airports in Peru have been shut down as well, to include those that sent tourists on to the famous attraction of Machu Picchu. In fact, hundreds of tourists are now stranded there with the train service to the site suspended. So meanwhile, the former leftist president Castillo is getting support from other leftist leaders in Latin America. Probably no surprise. The governments of Cuba, Bolivia, Venezuela, Nicaragua, and Colombia are all staunchly backing Castillo in his fight. In fact, they released a statement yesterday saying, quote, we reject the political framework created by right-wing forces in Peru against the constitutional president, Pedro Castillo. Meanwhile, the current president, uh, her last name is Baluarte, she has the support of governments from the United States, Europe, Chile, Ecuador, Uruguay, and Costa Rica. So if all of this, particularly these uh, different countries, sides of this battle lining up if that's giving you some sense of deja vu with leftist governments versus everybody else in latin america well you and i are both having a sense of deja vu there was this similar fight all the way back from the 1960s throughout the 1990s One final note here, the copper mines are still mostly operating as of this moment with some interruptions related to personnel and supplies, but that will change the longer that this crisis drags on, which could be for a while. And to that end, the Supreme Court has just ruled that the former President Castillo must be jailed for 18 months while an investigation in him continues. And because of that, I suspect that this situation will hit a much stronger boiling point before it eventually calms down and those copper prices that we all care about well they just might boil up too finally this morning let's head back home leaving lima peru for dearborn michigan and that is the home of ford motor company which according to bloomberg news is considering a sneaky new plan to further its relationship with the china-backed battery company called contemporary Amperex technology or cattle for short So let's dive into this, but let's first start with some quick background. Back in August, PDB listeners will remember that Joe Biden and his Democrat Congress passed the Inflation Reduction Act, which wasn't really about inflation, but rather dirty green energy. The bill, of course, had incentives of all kinds to encourage the adoption of solar, wind, and the batteries necessary to power it all. And it also included big tax credits for auto companies to build electric vehicles here in the United States. But their batteries had to be built in America, too. And that created a challenge. America has very few mines for the raw materials that go into those batteries, like lithium and cobalt. Plus, we have very few refineries or manufacturers to take those raw minerals and turn them into functioning batteries. So the whole point, then, of Biden's dirty green energy plan was to spend billions of your dollars to encourage the build out of American owned and operated capacity. All right, that takes us to this latest news out of Michigan and our sneaky friends at Ford. And let me explain why I say sneaky. According to multiple media outlets from CNBC and Bloomberg News, these folks at Ford are in advanced talks with that Chinese company Cattle to build a new battery manufacturing plant somewhere in the United States. The plan is for the Chinese to supply lithium-iron phosphate batteries for both Ford's Mustang Mach-E, and the F-150 Lightning pickup truck. But that creates a problem. Because you see, Ford really wants those dirty green tax credits and their Chinese partners want a cut of it too. But they can't, neither of them. Because remember, the whole shebang has to be largely American-owned. Hmm, well, here is the scheme that the good folks at Ford are cooking up. Ford would own 100% of the battery plant, including the building and the infrastructure. However, the Chinese would operate the factory and own the technology to build the batteries. So that arrangement, at least according to the attorneys, would let the plant qualify for all those lucrative dirty green energy tax credits. Uh, The plant, by the way, would be either in Michigan or Virginia. So when asked for comment about all these schemes, the Chinese company Cattle said, quote, Cattle is still deliberating on investing in the U.S. and we have not made the decision yet, end quote. Ford, meanwhile, said, quote, our talks with cattle continue and we have nothing new to announce, end quote. But to just emphasize something here, Ford is already deeply in bed with the Chinese on these batteries. Ford announced in July that it had secured 70% of its future needs from this Chinese company, Cattle. So folks, if you are thinking about buying an electric vehicle from Ford, certainly you should know that you will be supporting a communist backed company, which unfortunately is also the largest battery manufacturer in the world. And in other words, Ford's not alone in buying these batteries from, well, the reds as it were, ah, and you should also know two other things, specifically if you're considering Ford's F-150 lightning pickup truck. Earlier this week, they raised the price on their baseline model of that rig up 9% to $55,974. That's according to the company's website as of yesterday. The second thing that you should know about that pickup is that it recently went viral for all the wrong reasons. So if you have a couple of extra spare minutes, go to YouTube and check out a video entitled Towing with my Ford Lightning EV Pickup was a Total Disaster. That video has more than 2.9 million views. So the fellow in that video, his name is Tyler Hoover of the YouTube Whovies Garage YouTube channel, which has 1.45 million subscribers. So he did a little experiment. He tried towing an empty aluminum trailer in one direction. Then he put an old 1930s Ford pickup on that trailer and he tried to get back home. Now he should have had enough battery power to do that run twice over, but he didn't. He barely made it home after the first run. So here's what he said. Quote, if a truck towing 3,500 pounds can't even go 100 miles on a single charge, that is ridiculously stupid. This truck can't do normal truck things. You would be stopping every hour to recharge, which would take like 45 minutes a pop if you had a fast charger. And that is absolutely not practical. So my friends... The takeaway here is that Ford is unfortunately partnering up with a communist-backed Chinese company to power their pickup trucks, which apparently aren't really worth even a bucket of warm spit. And with that, ladies and gentlemen, we conclude your morning brief. But I've got one more thing before I let you go. We'll be right back.
0: Hey, Mike Baker here. Well, we made it through winter. Look at that. And spring, well, it's in full bloom, which of course means summer is just around the corner. You see how I figured that out? And that means more time spent outdoors. Not to mention, you got to get into summer shape, huh? Factor can help you spend less time in the kitchen and make sure you're eating well and meeting your wellness goals. Factor's no prep, no mess meals, save time, and help with getting and keeping you in great shape for summer. Thanks to the menu of Chef Crafted Meals, with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factor's fresh, never frozen meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So, no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. Make today the day you kickstart a new healthy routine. Seriously, it's going to be beach time soon. What are you waiting for? With 35 different meals and more than 60 add ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. That's code PDB50 at factormeals.com slash PDB50. You get 50% off your first box, plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active.
1: Welcome back to the PDB, folks. I've got one more thing before I let you go. Over the past eight months or so since we launched the podcast, one of the most common requests is for a newsletter or some way to capture all the notes from the show maybe even a a transcript or hyperlinks to the articles that I offer you all. In other words, my sources. So I've gotten recent notes from Bob in Franklin, North Carolina, Simon in Northeastern Ohio, and Susan in Sarasota, Florida. All of these folks are asking because they want to dig further or maybe double check my facts, which I absolutely love. Or some folks just like reading things rather than listening. So to everybody asking, first of all, thank you for writing in. And second, please know that I hear you and would be thrilled to do it. And I want to do it. And as Simon noted, it would absolutely help him and everybody make the case to his friends and family when they're talking about an issue in a foreign land or concerns about dirty green energy. So I absolutely understand and embrace this need. The challenge for me is one of resources. And just to briefly explain... If you look at some of my morning competition in the podcast world they have at least two hosts and a notable staff some even pull from reporters that they have on staff well as for me i have me (laughs) just me now eric who is my awesome audio editor he is with me too but he is my silent partner more or less It is just me that researches and writes and records with an occasional researcher to help, which is such a blessing and treat. Now, if I can get more listeners and subscribers, the folks who are paying the $4.99 a month, and thank you once again for that, then I will be able to do awesome things like newsletters and transcripts and YouTube channels and so forth. But unfortunately, as of this moment, we're just a little bit short of where we need to be to expand. So hang tight, my friends, a newsletter and YouTube channel will come. But in the meantime, just please know how grateful I am for all of you. You folks are spreading the word and coming back every day to listen in. And you're also forgiving me for when I fall short and celebrating when I absolutely nail it. So, folks, as ever and as always, I thank you.